0: so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to September's alignment report. I'm excited to tell you all about what felt aligned for me in September of 2022, what didn't feel that aligned, and all of the most meaningful actions that I took. So, starting right in with alignment, I did a DIY photo session with one of the advanced reader copies of Facet. I had this idea to combine crystal grids with the actual physical copy of the magazine. And so I pulled out my whole crystal collection and I styled a lot of them. Turns out my 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 crystal arranging skills were not so bad. My photography skills were okay. My Lightroom editing skills were... Pretty poor, honestly, but I did have a lot of fun. It gave me an idea of how some of the content for Facet could look going forward. And so that felt very exciting and very aligned. I honestly don't know exactly how I want Facet to look yet once I get back into posting regularly on social. And I've been doing a lot of research on that, looking up other magazines, how they're marketed, looking up other workbooks and courses and similar products there and trying to take some inspiration from both of those places. And I've been saving a lot of content around Bookstagram and all of that scene and trying to take inspiration from that as well. A lot of those reels and some of the more visual and video content. So I have lots of decisions to make about that coming up soon. Right now, I'm just in that inspiration gathering phase, that kind of Pinterest board building phase. And of course, that is very, very, very fun for me as a previous brand designer. Another thing aligned for me in September is that I got to catch up on alignment reports for the podcast, like the one you're listening to right now. You might have noticed if you've been keeping up with them that the episodes have been getting a little bit shorter. That is intentional. There's obviously a trend for content getting shorter due to attention spans and everyone being busy. On the one hand, I am against everything about that. Long live the long attention span. But I am also all about the podcast actually getting listened to in its entirety which is I think more likely to happen when the episodes can be fit into something like a shorter drive or like cleaning up the living room. I'm also much more likely to edit them and get them out on time when my editing time is shorter which of course the editing time is shorter when the episode is shorter. I would love to hear your feedback on this. I'm gonna see it reflected in the data on the listens of course but actually hearing from you a real person about your thoughts on this would be even better. It just helps me shape how the podcast is because the podcast, after all, is for you. Another thing podcast related that was aligned is that I did a podcast review swap with a few people. So that means that I listened to a few episodes of their show and I wrote them a review on Apple and then they're going to do the same for me. That's the swap part of it. It was fun to get out of my own bubble a bit because the shows were just like a little bit out of my usual niche. With the emphasis on constantly creating content, I find that I actually take in less of other people's content and get a little bit tunnel vision-y, so it was really nice. Reviews really do make a gigantic difference for podcast creators, and I know I have a call for reviews in the end of this show, though if you're anything like me, you skip past the intros and outros. Feels like I'm looking straight into your soul right now, doesn't it? Just a quick note to say that writing a review for someone else also feels amazing for you. Takes almost no time at all and has a big impact on their show and their business. I was reminded of this this month when I wrote those podcast reviews for other people. Super quick, super fun, feels really amazing because you're like doing a random act of kindness sort of. So if you have a show and you want to do a swap, message me a link to your show and I'm happy to leave you a review on your podcast. And if you don't have a show or you just want to leave a review on this show, that's easy to do as well through the Apple Podcast app. So far, that's the only platform where you can leave a review on a show. So even if you're not like a typical Apple Podcast listener, that's where the reviews happen. Thank you if you decide to do that. I really appreciate it. Another thing that was aligned in September is I did a lot of research on reading on paper versus digital reading, learning on paper, like learning through books versus learning through videos. I went really deep on this for about half a day, went down a big rabbit hole. My line one in human design absolutely loved it. Since I've decided to only print Facet Magazine and not offer digital downloads, I wanted to learn more about this topic and sort of mine the statistics for my own content as I explain about why I made that choice. I have my own inklings about this as a former teacher, but I wanted to see what kind of research had been done more recently on how effective it is to read by learning and how effective it is to read through digital kinds of content. I'm going to be sharing more of what I learned throughout my content strategy as I start to unveil Facet to the public in the next few months. Another point of alignment is that I am feeling back on track with my email newsletter. It's the opposite of salesy. It's mostly just a weekly deep thought plus a link to this week's new podcast episode, a hopefully funny GIF from me, and a small section that I call currently. And in that one, I share what I've been reading, what I've been listening to, what I'm learning, what I'm looking forward to, sometimes what I'm cooking or baking. Joining the email list does not mean that you're going to be bombarded with a ton of sales emails. I hate being on the receiving end of that, so I try really hard to not being on the sending end of that. If you do want to join the email newsletter, the easiest way to join that is to take my Quiz at clearcourtscreative.co. It's all about finding out which pattern is blocking you in your business and what is keeping you from moving forward towards what you want. There's eight results and when you receive one of them, depending on your answers, then you'll actually be directed right back here to the podcast. Meta, I know. You'll also then be on the email list where you'll hear from me weekly, but I promise it's not salesy. If you want that, do the quiz and get in there. If anything, just to see what GIF I film that week. I'm always, I try to be like face to camera in the GIFs. Another point of alignment is Pinterest. I did a Pinterest call with Jana O Media. She is one of those people who comes into my orbit. I don't know, every six to nine months or so, like she like resurfaces in the algorithm for me. I'll see one of her posts or one of her pins and I follow along for a little while and then the algorithm does its thing again and she disappears, but then she comes back. I spotted her recently on a group call and thought, okay, I just have to do it. Now's the time I'm gonna book a Pinterest call with her. I did a short 45-minute session with her in the last week of September. It was such a valuable use of my time while also being affordable, which honestly is a unicorn in this online business space, so super, super recommend. For context, I used to have a Pinterest strategy. My account was already keyworded and optimized, and I have content there already, but it's very out of date, and most of it is aligned around me being a Squarespace web designer and brand designer, which I'm just not anymore. So I do have a a base of about 600-ish followers and monthly views around 110,000. But because of So much of my content, like because it's so old, it often leads to offers that I don't even sell anymore. So, like, my Pinterest sounds good on paper, but it actually needed a really big upgrade. So, on the call with Jana, she gave me a base strategy. So, I had something to start with. And then she also answered all of my questions about how to build from there into a more intense strategy. What I liked about this is that she gave me something that felt comfortable and doable, but then also gave me the aspirational side of it, where once I have a handle on that content, creation, how to improve. I got to learn a lot about how Pinterest works now, which is honestly the exact opposite of how it used to work, in my opinion. So by me getting the info right from someone who actually knows the platform as it exists right now, I feel like I saved myself a whole bunch of effort. If I hadn't done this call, I would have gone right back into Pinterest with the same strategy I had three years ago, and it would have flopped for sure. This is both an endorsement of Jana specifically for Pinterest strategy and also a reminder to all of us that having up-to-date information is key. You can effort your way to absolutely nowhere if you're working without a strategy and no one wants that for you. <laughs> I don't want that for you. You don't want that for you. I'm starting to implement what I learned on the call and already my Pinterest feels so much better. When you fix something in your business that's out of date, it's just so satisfying. That little dopamine hit when something is working the way it should just feels amazing. In the next few months, I'm going to start actual content creation following the strategy that Jana talked about on our call. Because of the call, I'm getting to go into it way more prepared with a more realistic mindset. That feels like a win. I'm going to link to her in the show notes if you're interested in her Pinterest offerings. I really enjoyed my call with her. I got a lot out of it. Still in alignment territory, bear with me. Money was a big theme for me this month. I found myself thinking about it a lot, Writing about it a lot would have also been great if I had made a lot of it, but I've been more of a planning phase for what's next than I am in selling what I have right now. So that makes sense. But what was aligned is that I felt a lot more aware of our collective responses to money this month. I saw a lot of business owners who cut the prices of their programs in half. A lot of people who ran sales, who ran discounts, who started offering, like doing their very first free challenge or any other kind of free offering. I'm of course not at all a trend forecaster and I'm definitely not a trendy person in general. I'm just noticing what's out there and I'm seeing a bit of a move towards more casual offers and more lower priced offers. It's like we all reached some kind of unconscious limit where we decided we don't want to charge so much or pay so much anymore. I know literally nothing about finance, but the term market correction came to mind, feel free to enlighten me if you know more about this topic. I really, This is not my area of expertise. For myself, I'm definitely less willing to make big ticket investments in my business now than I was before. And I think that what I'm seeing out there is reflecting that you're also feeling similarly. Not to put words in your mouth or money in your pocket or whatever. This is a conversation we could have together. DM me if this noticing about money is just a me thing, or if you've noticed it too. I'm super curious. Now, my not aligned section is really short this month. I've been doing some reflecting on why that is. I haven't figured it out yet because it's not like it was a perfect month, but I honestly can't think of that much that wasn't aligned that I said no to or I felt like some kind of error, some kind of mistake. The one thing I can think of is audiobooks in of the nonfiction variety started to blend together this month. I have external vision, cognition, and human design. Let's just say this is one of the things that I know about myself but simultaneously just wish it wasn't true. I take in information better when I can see it rather than just from listening. But audiobooks are so convenient, so I want them to work for me. They get me out walking more. I should probably stick to listening to fiction only though in audiobook form and leave the non-fiction reading for actual paper books. I do this every once in a while where I remind myself you're not retaining anything from listening to this non audiobook, but then I find myself right back in the same situation of listening, finishing a book, not having very many takeaways because I was distracted when I was listening. I'm going to try and fix that in October, go back to mostly fiction listening and paper learning. Otherwise, I think that's it. That's all I can identify as specifically not aligned for September. Hopefully this means that I'm on like a bit of an upward trend towards more alignment. Meaningful actions for what is turning into your monthly Facet Magazine update, I organized the focus groups. I've never done this before. I have done market research and customer interviews and things, but I've never done focus groups. One of the meaningful actions here was setting up a doodle poll which is an online scheduling tool for groups. This kickstarted everything that I planned for the focus group. I used the free version of Doodle. How it works is that it allows me to send out a link with many potential meeting times. And then as people respond of what days and times work for them, I created three separate mini focus groups with a small number of people. So basically Doodle is a way to see people's availability and then choose the times that work best for the most amount of people. I'm keeping each group really small so that we we can have more effective conversation. And then everyone in the group has the opportunity to answer every one of the questions. These focus groups for FACET are all being held in the next few weeks. They feel like my Super Bowl. I am so excited. I know I've said excited, too many times in this podcast. I hope you're not coming in for the first time listening to this episode because you're gonna think it's one of my podcast ticks. I don't think it is. I'm just really excited about this particular offer and every stage of it. I can't wait to hear both what's good and what's bad how people think about the magazine so that I can tweak it and make it even better before I launch it for real and put it up for sale for everyone. Another meaningful action was I wrote 48 questions for the focus group and I probably could have written more. That's another one of my reasons for having lots of small groups instead of one big one. This way I'm going to be able to ask different groups different sets of questions because, well, You wouldn't want to answer all 48 questions for me, would you? Be a little intense. I split up the questions into four groups so that they're much more manageable. Other meaningful actions in September. I implemented the Pinterest strategy that I got right away rather than waiting. This was like a double hit of dopamine. First from the call itself, second from actually doing something about it rather than procrastinating, forgetting, waiting, putting on the back burner. The more I can implement closer to when I take in new knowledge, the better I feel. I also spent as much time outside as I could. Seasons are changing here. As I am recording now, I look out and the yellow leaves are shimmering in the wind. If you don't yet know, I hate winter. I am very much grieving the end of summer. I've cried about it a few times already. So the more time I spend outside now when it's still relatively warm, the better I feel. Just realized I said the better I feel twice. I guess another theme of meaningful actions this month is that. Just paying attention to how I feel and trying to make choices that support me feeling good. It's so easy to move through life and move through business really quickly, always rushing from one thing to another. Slowing down though and paying attention feel better for me so knowing that and acting on it is just a nice thing that you and I can do for ourselves with that let's take that energy into October all about finding what feels good to quote one of my faves Adrienne from Yoga with Adrienne as you reflect on September ask yourself what felt aligned for you What didn't feel aligned? And what were your most meaningful actions? Remember, this is not just a fun journal exercise, although love me a good journal exercise. It actually matters in how you choose to approach the next month. So we're building positive forces for alignment every month when you do this reflection work. Let's bring our lessons forward.